What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Electric Speed Shop Podcast. If you were following me on social media today, today's the 20th of June, you will know that I am recording this stuck behind an accident on a bridge. I literally can't turn around. I was on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I figured, you know what? I haven't recorded a podcast in a while. Let me do that. If this is the first podcast you're listening to, as always, make sure you check out the website, electricss.com. Find us on social media, Facebook, The Electric Speed Shop, Twitter, at The Electric SS, and Instagram, Electric Speed Shop. So I had no planned topic for today. So this is going to be kind of a big ramble. I think I might talk about some of the recent, um, maybe things I've been seeing on social media that have to do with EV conversions or aftermarket EV, mainly Tesla type things. So, um, first huge shout out to just cars going by it's actually paramedics and uh, police trucks so if you hear any noise that's what that is um, back to that huge shout out to Rich Rebuilds we did an interview with him quite a while ago at this point um, and he recently got the electrified garage open it's, it's been a huge success from what I can see so far. He's got a lot of support. He's got a lot of good people working for him from, you know, what he's said about them on the videos he's posted with them so far. Um, so best of luck, first of all, to them. Second, I think I'd give my thoughts. Let me know yours. Hit me up on, on social media. I think this is not going to be the first of its kind. I mean, it is the first of its kind. Sorry, it's not going to be the last of its kind where we see a shop opening up specifically to work on Teslas or other electric cars once their warranties are up. Um, I think that the traditional auto shops have a long way to go in switching over from combustion engine to electric, uh, mainly because they have a lot of overhead costs associated with combustion engine you know, being able to dispose of oil and, and all that, that it might not make sense for them to also invest in the electric. Um, granted, they have all the tools that they would need, at least most of them, but I think we'll see a, a while before most of your, especially the big brand name ones, um, switch over. So I think it's not going to be the, the last. I think we'll see a couple more, and I'd actually like to see Rich kind of... Um, Maybe think about making it a chain, right? The electrified garage. It'd be pretty cool. I mean, how many of you would want to work for, for Uncle Rich, right? Um, another big shout-out that has to do with Rich Rebuilds, and I'm, I'm going to get her name wrong because I actually am not aware of her YouTube channel. I think it's Simone... something with a G. for your last name, but... Um, the woman who turned her Model 3 into a truck. What would you guys think? I think it was pretty cool. Um, obviously she's been working on it for quite some time I think it's maybe a little bit unfortunate that it follows up or maybe fortunate um, it's really showing what the truck market the EV truck market is going to do but it's right on the heels of EV West doing their kind of Tesla Mino as they call it which is very similar from a turning a Tesla into a truck standpoint um I personally like EV Wests better than I liked the Model 3 truck. 
Um, I like, you know, that they kind of jacked it up, put those those beefy tires on it. Um, I guess I just like the Tesla Mino look better than I like the Model 3 truck look. Um, though she did a fantastic job. Um, it really looks amazing. And I'm sure it's a blast to drive. So um, those are kind of my thoughts on those things. Same thing with the Tesla Mino. <laughs> it looks really fun. They posted a couple videos on their social media accounts of them kind of just driving through, um, I think it's a field they have kind of behind their, their shop and kicking up some dirt. Look like a blast. Um, so what do you guys think of, of those two things? Would you prefer the Model 3 truck or the Tesla Mino uh, from EV West? I'm going to go with the Tesla Mino. Uh, I'm trying to think. Some other things that I've seen recently, nothing's coming to mind, so... Maybe I'll give you a little update on the electric speed shop. A lot of articles coming up with that are focused on EV conversions from readers and and people who are are following the blog. So if you have an EV conversion or you're working on one and it's close to done, I really don't like to feature ones that are like halfway through. I like to get more of the full story, the bigger picture at the end there. Um, So yeah, if you have one, Shoot me an email or tweet or or message or something. Um, I'd love to feature your build, no matter what it is. Uh, So, so yeah, about five of the next eight. I think I've got two or three EV swaps lined up. I'm starting to work on another one. I think I might do a Mazda RX-8. Lately, because I've seen a lot of them for sale online. And they're relatively cheap. Um, You know, two to three K. Which is relatively cheap, I say, for a, a decent used car. Um, that would be fun to convert. It's, it's a neat-looking car. Uh, the other interview or other blog posts I have coming up are interviews with conversion shops. Um, one in Australia, actually, and then a couple. Uh, one is one of my favorites from a YouTube perspective. It's Evie for You Now. They post a lot of really good educational videos, so definitely check them out ahead of time before I do the Q&A with them. Um, really cool. And I actually was recently in touch with um, an electric racing team that I didn't even know existed in Pennsylvania. Uh, about two, two and a half hours from where I live is where they're based out of. Uh, EVSR. I've been retweeting a, a couple of their stuff lately, so if you want to find them and check them out. They built a custom race car, all electric. Pretty badass. And they're working on the Gen 2, as they call it, so taking what they learned from the first build and making it better. Um, got an interview coming out with them that, that actually is, went really well. Um, haven't gotten totally through editing yet, but it's it's really cool. Um, I don't have any speed shop blogs coming up. The most recent one was the case for conversions, and I'm, I'm starting to lean against those from a blog perspective. Um, doing them less often, or maybe not making them the, the bigger Friday post, maybe making them a midweek, only because they don't get as many views, as many reads, um, and that's what a blog needs to survive, is viewers and readers, so any of you who like anything I've ever done, be sure to share it, that goes such a long way when you share a Q&A or an interview or one of my, even just, just a post, anything, it goes a long way. Um, so I really appreciate that. And be sure to check out the articles that, that I write. Um, the swap C's tend to do well. That's why I'm going to try to pick 
back up. I, I kind of dropped that in the past couple months uh, just because I haven't had time to dig into them. I might do more of those. Um, a lot of ums, I know. It's the update on the bridge here. We have a tow truck and an ambulance now. From what I can see, it looks like it might have been a head-on collision. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm at. This is what happens when you have a podcast plan with no topic in mind. I like to get to about 20 minutes, so I'm trying to think of what else we can talk about. It's been the EV news. Let's talk about Mr. Musk deleting his Twitter. Yeah, right. Um, I think everything Elon does is calculated, and this is just another part of whatever plan he has for Tesla. I'm very curious to see what the numbers are from this quarter. The stock's been a little iffy lately. I did a podcast on that. I think it was one or two podcasts ago. If you want to go listen on what I thought, it is rebounding. Who didn't know that was going to happen, right? Depends on your perspective on Tesla. If you're listening to this, you're probably a fan of Tesla, which means you thought it was going to rebound. Um, which it did. This is a good thing. Let's see. What else? What else is there to talk about? I got nothing. This is an awful podcast, and I apologize for wasting 10 minutes of your life. So I did tweet about. I'm just sitting thinking about this because I want a bridge. I took a picture of the storm cloud that is ever so slowly moving towards my position. Um, maybe I should think about doing boats instead of cars. Let's talk about that. That's an excellent topic. You can convert a boat. People have done it. People have done wa uh, Wave Runner or a jet ski or whatever you want to call them. There's a difference between them, by the way, if you want to look it up. Um, there are a, a handful of companies, maybe I'll reach out to one to do an interview, that are actually making parts for those conversions, right? So there's different kinds of boats. There's an outboard, and that's the boat where you can see the whole motor on the back. There's an inboard outboard where the motor is, um, the actual motor part is inside the boat, often under the floor, and then the, the prop, the propeller, the prop is on the back end. So inboard, in the boat, outboard, out of the boat half in, half out, and then you've got, um, I don't think it's called fully inboard, but when you have like a, a wave runner or a jet ski, where everything is inside, and it uses um, the propeller inside a, f a tunnel, or a funnel, and then uses the, you know, pressurized propulsion to push it, um, I call them jet boats, because it's similar to a jet, how a jet engine works, but converting boats is something I've thought about. It's something I would love to do. It seems like a, a really interesting thing to tackle, right? Because everyone thinks electricity and water don't mix. So yeah, you do have to do a very clean build. Um, if you've ever seen the fully charged shows, they did one with um, New Electric. They have a boat. That was really well done. Um, I would love to do a boat. So for me, if I did a boat, I would love to do an inboard outboard seems like the way to go. You save a lot of weight um, when you're taking out the motor and just putting the uh, electric, or the engine, I should say, and putting the electric motor back in in that same spot. You're saving a lot of weight. You can do a lot with batteries. Boats are designed, uh, depending on which one you get, to hold a lot of weight, and you can space your weight out with the batteries. You'll do a lot of wiring, but you could probably get pretty creative with where you're putting your batteries. 
Um, I think it'd be really interesting to take the a boat that has a a top, uh, like a top that provides protection from the elements, and a swim platform on the back. If you've ever seen some people like standing on the back of their boat, where it looks like they're standing almost right above where the the propeller is, the swim platform, taking all those things and making them solar, right? So while you're out fishing or um, just floating along having lunch or whatever, you're charging your boat. Uh, generally, people aren't using their boat if it's not sunny, so there's a huge opportunity there. Uh, and a really interesting challenge from the keep everything dry, keep everything cool perspective. Um, you could also come up with a really interesting... Most boats do this. The way that they cool their own their engines now is they suck the water up as they're driving. It's you know an external cooling source. You could do the same thing because, um, again... You don't have to worry about um, freezing because generally you're not using a boat in the winter, so you would just do kind of the same proper winter storage that way to make sure there's no, you flush the lines to make sure it doesn't freeze and expand and, and crack. Um, you could do something very similar that you do with a regular boat when you store it for the winter. What else can we ramble about? I just had something pop into my head and it popped right out I got nothing I got nothing so tell you what if you're listening to this and it is anywhere near 6 o'clock on the 20th shoot me a tweet I'll be sure to answer mention you listen to the podcast and tell me how awful it was Um, I'm never going to do this again I'm never going to do a podcast without a topic thanks for listening I promise the rest of my content is better than this electricss.com share your favorite post on there hit me up on social I'll make sure to answer thanks for listening